Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The Best Bits with Lily and Alice. We'd like to recognize the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of a land in which this podcast is being recorded today, and we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello. Hey. What's up? How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm really good too. Yes. I, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm a bit like hot and bothered a little bit, but mostly I'm really good. <laughs> Yes. How hot is it there today in WA? Oh, it's friggin' hot. I think like most days I've been getting to like 30 degrees, ah. which is a bit nuts for winter, to be honest. It's a bit much. Yeah. Um, but it's nice. Like I would prefer this to being cold, but yeah, it's just like, ugh, it. I'll get into it my best and worst. Don't worry. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Oh my gosh. Um, I haven't got my quote. I just remembered. Lol. Alice. Okay, you go. What's your quote? Okay, so my quote is one that Fraser told me the other day that he heard on a podcast and loved it. It was something like, don't react, respond. (laughs) I really, really like it. It takes away like... I guess it's telling you to take away the emotions from it and respond in a way that, like, is proportionate kind of thing and, like, it feels a lot better. I don't know. I really like it because sometimes our reactions can be so disproportionate and, yeah, impulsive to what's actually going on, whereas if you think about it, okay, I'm not going to react, I'm going to respond, I quite like it. I really like that. Well mm. done, Frank. Thank you so much. 10 out of 10. You did. Mm, you did real good, real good. What about well, you? Do you have yours? I actually do. I, I remembered I actually did get it. Um, I'm actually, no. yeah, I'm proud of myself here. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have no idea who this is by. Oh, sorry, it is by Wholesome Steph. 
uh don't know who that is my friend I've seen her before, but thank you so much, wholesome Steph. The true measure of success is a calm nervous system. Buck and amen. Uh, right. Yes. Amen. It is so true. How like, is your nervous system? I, 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 oh, it's great. It's settled. It? Yep. Nice. Yep. It's really good. Um, obviously, there are days, but I just feel um, incredibly grateful that I am, at the most part, quite calm these days. Oh. That's so nice. Like, oh, and you know what's interesting is like when you've experienced, and you'd be the same, Lil, when you've experienced like um, calm ways of working and being and whatever, mm. and then, you know, you experience like heightened emotions, like anxiety or like a stress mm. or like you're in a, say, a few days of like go, 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 go for whatever reason, like it becomes quite repulsive. Like it's like, oh, my God, yeah. get me out of here. This is not what yeah. I'm supposed to And you're like so true. Um, energy again. Um, you anyway, notice the difference a lot. Correct. Yeah. Whereas like say 10 years ago, no, um, that's a bit of an exaggeration. Like five years ago, like that was my constant state, like mm. heightened, 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 heightened. And I didn't know what calm meant. Um, yeah. anyway. It feels like problem. normal. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. What's your, what's your best and your worst? Oh my gosh. My best is my best mate came up from, uh, where's she from? Melbourne. Um, she was my best. She's been my best since I was three. It's so cute. And, um, she and I went to Aussie world, which is like this (laughs) literally like take off dream world. Um, (laughs) and it was genuinely the biggest laugh like we did not stop laughing we left and we didn't have voices we just screamed and there was like eight-year-olds there and we we're just like yeah let's go on the claw like yeah and then we're just getting oh yeah, honestly I've never had so much fun in a very long time it was just that's impossible. so funny I've never even been there I drive oh my past it all the time but I've <laughs> yeah. never been there <laughs> it was so funny like we literally were driving because I had to get my we were going somewhere. I can't even remember where we were going. Anyway, there was a reason. And we literally were driving and we drove po- past Aussie World. Like we saw the roller coaster and we just both looked at each other. We we're like, do you want to go? And we we're like, yes. And we just turned around and went straight there. And then we just had the best time. We were there for three and a half hours, like hanging out, you know, anyway. So that was my best bit. And it just really um, brings me the importance of joy in our lives, right? And like yeah. how we just don't have enough fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my worst bit, what's my worst bit? Um, I think my worst bit was actually her leaving. And I know that sounds not that bad, but when you live in the road by yourself, especially like, and you're with somebody for an extended period of time, then when they leave it, like it's a quite a much more of a profound experience. Cause it's like, oh, I'm back by myself now. And there's no familiarity really around me. So it's like, it was, it, I find these transitions quite intense and I now know that they are quite more in, a lot more intense than say when I was at home but yeah I think that was my worst bit like last night thankfully I was I actually had another friend I was hanging out with when she like literally like three hours after she left but within that three hour period I was like oh my gosh like shit yeah, um, yep. so yeah. that's super normal you? though I feel like any any kind of transition it mm. just always takes a bit of an adjustment, especially when you get used to something like, okay, I'm on my own, everything's good, I can do this. And then someone comes and you experience that and it's so yeah. nice. And yeah. then going back is 
yeah, it just feels a bit funky. Yeah. I remember you even describing that when you went back on the road with Phrase. It yeah. took a little time to like get used to it again. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. It's like any any change is a, is a disrupt to the system. Like even now that I'm thinking about it, like we're going home basically in two weeks and I know I'm excited, but also oh, I'm like this is a bit like anxiety inducing because everything's going to sort of change again. And it's, it's nice because like, it's something that I want to do and I'm excited for it, but it's also just that change. And I know that it'll probably take like a couple weeks to settle in. And yeah, it's just like any change is a, is a disrupt to the system, but I think it's good. Like I think change is really good. A hundred percent. What's your best worst? Well, my best and my worst, my, my worst is kind of like I was alluding to before the heat is it, the heat isn't my worst, actually. That's like, I can deal with the heat. I actually like the heat. I don't know why I'm being so dramatic about the heat. (laughs) It's more the mosquitoes at night as we've gotten like, yeah, as we've gotten further north and there's more like mangroves and you know we're in like croc country now um (laughs) i know so scary um there's just so many mozzies as soon as it gets to dusk and like you try and keep them out of the van but there's always going to be like one flying around and every night like the last couple nights fraser and i have been up probably at like 2 a.m for like two hours trying to just like get the mozzies and get back to sleep. It's just been a real shit show. Um, so, yeah, some, kind of sleep deprived. Can you get like mosquito repellent stuff or like mosquito? Isn't there stuff you can put in your van like that eats the mosquitoes or some shit? We've got coils and they're oh, pretty man. good. But even like it's they just I just feel like they're invincible. Like oh. they're just like mutant mozzies that will just <laughs> fucking – get you it's it's it is fucked honestly it makes me want to go home (laughs) oh darling there's not many mosquitoes down here so you'll be safe yeah no I'm really really excited for that um and then my best we had such an epic day yesterday we uh so we've actually got some friends with us from home which is really nice and we've been traveling around with them and they have got a boat so we went out in the boat yesterday the most beautiful water you've ever seen it's like it's kind of tormenting though because it is the most beautiful water you've ever seen but there's croc and bull sharks (laughs) yeah but we saw a croc yesterday and like it was just really cool it was such a fun day um but yeah it was it was pretty scary but it was, it was awesome. Like, I feel like this is, like, exactly the spirit, the experience you want to be having up north. 100%. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes me really want to go, hey. Yeah, minus the mosquitoes. And the crocs. Although crocs are cool to look at. Look at yeah, it's pretty exciting to look at them, to be honest. They're pretty cool. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, thank you for sharing. Guys, we had so many questions mm. this um time around with our advice like I'm not even kidding we had about 30 so Mm. I'm gonna go through as much as we can um Lil I'll read them off my phone and just kind of go back and forth and give our give our best advice 
knowing that we obviously are not professionals in every single dimension of every single question that you're going to ask. Mm-hmm. I'm a dietitian, so I'm a nutrition professional. Leo is a hypnotherapist, so she mm-hmm. is very good at the mental health, psychological side of things. But mm-hmm. of course, this is just our advice. If you need personalized assistance, really, really, really highly recommend seeing a professional, be that Lil or myself or somebody else along, you know, along the side of that topic. So shall we start? Yes, I'm excited. I haven't heard any of these, so I am very excited. Yes. Okay. Well, <clears throat> this is an intense one. We'll start off with a very intense one. All right. Okay. I keep sleeping with people to feel the unworthiness and love I don't have towards myself. How do I love myself without outsourcing through sex? She's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, firstly, I want to say I think that's an incredibly common thing to happen and that you really shouldn't feel any shame about that. I think a lot of the time when there's those of unworthiness, and you know feelings of lack of love towards yourself kind of the first way that we you know go about counteracting that is getting it through other people and it's yes so nothing to be ashamed of but I think it's really great that you want to change it um I would say I mean for me you the first step would be investigating you know where where that unworthiness stems from what's going on there why is it that you feel that way towards yourself and you know starting starting from the ground up um i think that that would be the the first step what what would you think so i would first ask myself like why am i seeking other people to feel that love and what's going mm. on here where I'm lacking, where's that void coming from, be that family trauma, be that past situationships or relationships. Mm. And then I would ask myself, okay, how can I then give myself that love without mm. us outsourcing it to somebody to somebody else? So like mm. I know, for, for example, that, you know, there have been times not necessarily on that in, in sort of this particular way with sex, but like looking and putting myself in relationships because I feel unworthy. Mm. but relationships that don't really serve me but I feel like that's what I deserve because Mm -hmm. that's always been given or whatever it might be and so how can I show myself that love through other means Mm -hmm. outside of relationships outside of sex whatever okay get a doc okay like Mm -hmm. find mates amazing and make me feel fucking fantastic find Mm -hmm. a job create a job have you know start a business that makes me feel amazing like travel whatever it might be it's a slow shift because it's ingrained within you perhaps, mm-hmm. but that's, mm-hmm. that's what I first do is I discover, I figure out, I get curious with why, and then mm-hmm. slowly transition out of that. I know that some of my mates who've been in similar situations where they've gone to people for sex have literally just completely like become abstinent because they know that mm-hmm. that's not going to help them in terms of having sex multiple times with people that really don't give a fuck about them. Mm-hmm. And then, only allow themselves to, you know, become intimate physically if they are in a relationship. So there's different mm. boundaries you can put within that. Um, totally. But I think first exploring and then seeing what happens after that. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And, you know, like we always say, 
it's the intent behind what you do that that matters the most. So, you know, if you were just sleeping with a bunch of people and you were feeling great about yourself and, you know, everything was all good, go for it. Hell yeah, why not? But when the intent behind there is to seek that that love and that validation and that worth, then, yeah, there needs to be shifts and exactly figuring out what's going on there, why this is happening and slowly making shifts to, yeah, get get what you're – Get what you're seeking through other means that make you feel better. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Mm. I like so it. There's a question that um, I feel like I might be able to personally respond to. Um, mm-hmm. And whoever shared this, thank you so much. Um, the question was, I'm really struggling to accept my teen trans sister. Um mm. It means that I don't have a brother anymore. I'm not anti-trans, but it feels like my family member has died and we're not even allowed to mourn or mention it without extreme outbursts of being called transphobic, um, being mm. terrible people, et cetera. Mm. Now, um, I feel like, so I've been in an experience with a, a family member who has transitioned um, from a um, gender that was male into a gender that was female. Um, mm-hmm. And... I completely, completely resonate with how you're feeling. It does genuinely feel like you've lost a person. Like, and to be honest, you kind of have in a sense that their identity that you once associated them has been basically taken away from you in one day, one second, one hour, whatever, and then transformed into this new person or it feels like this new person Mm. and you kind of have to now mourn the loss of that identity that you once created. Now, I apologize if I'm not able to articulate the words correctly here because I'm still trying to learn myself how to best articulate the right things in this space. Mm -hmm. But for me, when this happened with one of my family members, it took about five years for me to really, really accept it. And I say really, really accept it because I think there was five years that I was in complete denial. Mm -hmm. Um, And I won't lie, I was quite young, so that may have contributed to it. Mm. But for me, the best thing I did was try and flip the narrative that I was playing in my head. So, for example, my first reaction was like, um, you know, would they have been lying to me my whole life? Like, this isn't fair. I'm the victim, blah, 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 blah. And I don't hate myself for that because I was quite young and there was a multiple things that came up with that in that period of time. But flipping the narrative to be like, I'm so grateful that now this person can live a life that is full for them and that completely aligns with them. Mm. And I'm going to try my best to support that person however I may be able to do that in whatever capacity I can. Mm. and that took a lot of time it wasn't just like okay yay woohoo now we've just got a new new identity that I that I or a new you know, brother or sister or father or mother or auntie or uncle or whatever it might be it's fucking hard but mm. me being able to shift it to an element of gratitude really really helped mm. the other thing as well is that every person who um just like I guess transitions in terms of their gender or their gender identity will react differently to the situation. Some people completely dissociate from their past identity and don't want anything to do with that, which is understandable. And then some other people are okay with, you know, kind of identifying is it. So for example, if your father transitioned to a woman, that 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 female may still be okay with being called dad. 
However, some other people may not. And so it's really important. And this is where I definitely did um, find difficult is to be able to communicate with them how you want to have this conversation around, you know, Mm. father, mother, brother, sister, you know, him, her, they, like them, whatever it might be, because Mm. then when you are able to articulate that well, and there are fewer outbursts, there are fewer kind of disagreements, arguments, whatever that might come about. Mm. Um, so opening the conversation with curiosity, compassion and love, and the want to learn and understand is a very, very important thing here. Mm-hmm. And then as well, offering them, you know, um, the space that they need sometimes or, mm. um, you know, um, like I don't know, ears to listen to if they need to. But, and I say but here, it's very important to have boundaries here. And I say this with complete love and support, but I guess in a situation where it's happened in my um, my world, um, there have been times where um, because this person um, was very... Uh, Opinion, opinionated in in what they wanted to be called mm. and identified as, I felt like I was never right. I was always mm. wrong. I always felt inferior in situations. And mm. there were hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I didn't put boundaries in place to to, to protect myself in, in elements mm. and I found it very, very difficult on my mental health. Now, I am not anti-trans. I am absolutely supportive of all this, but it's really important, even in other situations outside of this transition, to put in boundaries to respect yourself and Mm -hmm. to conserve your energy because sometimes you do have to agree to disagree, and that's just the way it is. Um, So, yeah. That's my advice here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's correct. It's just my advice. I apologize if I didn't articulate myself very well, but yeah. Mm. Sounds like great great advice to me. I don't have anything to add. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's just important to take care of yourself as well because yeah. sometimes I guess that can be lost in in that whole situation. So, yeah, that's that's super important. Well done, yeah. Dal. Thank you, darling. So, um, we got another one. Um, I quit my job to go travel with my boyfriend for two and a half months. I leave in two weeks and he just broke up with me. Today, I was living with him. 
And now I'm at my mom's, no job, no house, no trip. I think I just need reassurance that everything will be okay when nothing feels okay. I am so sorry that that is happening to you. I can completely relate. I remember, and Alice will remember too. <laughs> oh, actually, no, this was before before we met. Um, bef- Fraser and I bought the caravan and then f- to go on our trip around for a year. And then three days later, we broke up. <laughs> I can completely relate here. And I am just so sorry that you're going through that. Like breakups in any, in any case are so fucking hard, but particularly when you have like this plan and you've, you know, you've quit your job, you've changed everything so much. That's a total life disrupt, like nothing else. So I think just like validating to yourself that what you're going through is a very difficult situation. I think if if I'm being honest, I think the fact that it has happened before you went away is probably a really good thing because now, you know, you don't have to be, you know, isolated somewhere with with this person, you're traveling, you know, it's probably a blessing in disguise that it did happen before you went away. Um, and what you want to know is, is that everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. I promise you. I know it feels like the worst thing in the world, but these things that happen, particularly breakups, they are so important for your growth and it is, I, I always believe it's a blessing in disguise. I always believe that. I think that, you know, if you were meant to be together, this, this you know, this wouldn't have happened or it was meant to happen so that it's, you know, better down the line or whatever. But I do believe that everything is, is meant to happen as, as it does. And I, I ultimately think it's probably a blessing in disguise. And, you know, it's just a shame that he couldn't communicate that before you'd quit your job and you'd planned all this. I think that's a bit lame. Um, but, yeah, ultimately absolutely everything is going to be okay. And it's just it's fucked now, but it will get so much better. It's like that quote, right, like rejection is just redirection. I love that. Thanks. Did I make it I don't know. Did you? I mean, I feel like it's a quote. I feel like um, Sarah Grimberg said it on the podcast the other, like, the other day. That was like four months ago. Um, well, maybe. Anyway. anyway it, yeah. And it's so, so, so true. Like, mm-hmm. far out, everything in, in, in your world that was once stable is now not stable. And that's an ex- mm. extremely overwhelming um, thing for your nervous system to mm-hmm attend to so like you can feel freaking sad you can feel angry you can feel so mm. much grief and that's okay and it's important to feel that but also mm-hmm. knowing that you know you will be okay right mm. like and you know far out like when I went through my breakup last year I was like nah done I finished the world's finished bye-bye like I'm dead I'm gone <laughs> see you later nothing's gonna be okay and I'm fucking fantastic 
So like if yes. I can be an example here and Lil can be an example here, like mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. It feels like shit, but mm. it's okay. Like you can feel like shit and it's still going to be okay. Look after yeah. yourself. Find out ways if you can be a better, you know, better partner, better friend, better mm. colleague, whatever it might be. Work on yourself. Mm. And you know what? If you can go on the trip, go on the trip by yourself. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. That'd be pretty bloody empowering, I think. I reckon. I reckon. And, yeah, heartbreaks are the worst fucking thing, but they all get better. And you always look back and you think, oh, I feel so much better. Yep. Mm. Um, okay. There's somebody who asked, and I actually asked one of my friends this. She's a um, – so basically – the question is, how do I understand I can be fit without abs? I literally can't pass that mentality. I asked one of my good friends who's an AFL star and also a physio, and I said to her, Ellie, can you have abs? Sorry, can you be really fit and still not have abs? And she was like, absolutely. I don't mm. have abs, and I am so fit. And I was like, fuck mm. yeah. Why? And this is coming from her professional opinion as well, not just personal opinion, but mm. abs – abdominal muscles, your core, whatever, they are muscles within your abdominal region and there's an element of fat that covers them. Mm. Now, that element of fat is based upon your total fat percentage, but it's also highly based upon genetics and also mm. whether you're female or male. Now, females mm. hold a lot more fats in their abdominal region because they are females because they hold a live human body. Mm. <laughs> right? And so if you think about it, fat is very important for safety, for insulation. And so females have a lot more fat in their abdominal region, usually. Okay, not always, but Mm. usually. Yeah. And then as well, because they hold high fat percentage, they also Mm. are much more likely to hold fat within their abdominal region and other regions. Now, your abdominal muscles, yes, okay, they're there, Mm. but you don't have to be super, super, super ripped to be fit. And a prime example of this is, you know, you see AFL stars, you see soccer players, you see, um, I don't know, what's another, like tennis players and things, and they don't have necessarily ripped abs, but they're fucking mm. fat. So why mm. is that the case? Because genetically, okay, they might not actually hold, sorry, they might hold more fat into their abdominal region. Mm-hmm. But then also, what does fit actually mean to you? Mm, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And like, mm. if it means to you having abs, being lean, having nothing but mm. you know, 10% body fat percentage, okay, then maybe you can't be fit unless you have abs. Mm. But unless you define what fit means to you, then you're always going to be disappointed mm. that you're not fit enough for abs. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And let me tell you a little story, right? Genetically, I am not able to have abs that are uh, you know from the appearance wise very Mm -hmm. profound and predominant what's that word prominent 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 (laughs) you see my sister my mom my auntie like none of us have abs right and Mm -hmm. i have been 10 kilos lighter than i am Mm -hmm. and i still didn't have abs Mm -hmm. okay so that's an example of where i have been fit and i haven't had abs okay and then other people yeah (laughs) and other people who have (laughs) You know, who are 10 kilos heavier and have mm-hmm. abs because they mm-hmm. just don't hold as much body fat percentage within mm-hmm. their abdominal region. Yep. So how I would answer this question is, firstly, you need to define what fit actually means to you. And mm-hmm. then you have to look at it logically and be like, I'm a woman. 
I also mm-hmm. maybe genetically hold more fat in my abdominal region and you can't spot produce fat anyway. Mm-hmm. And then as well, like if fit means to me, you know, I can walk long distances, I can get up and go to the gym and I can lift mm-hmm. it, then like why in the world would you need to have really, really obvious abs for that? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it why is it an appearance thing? Why isn't it a feeling thing? Correct. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Great answer. Um, let's have a look. Oh, okay. There's one OCD, Lil, that I want you to answer. We've got a couple Ooh. more um, that I'll, we'll answer this time anyway. So my OCD is genuinely driving me insane. I do not have access to a therapist. One example is when I wash my hands, I probably do it over 100 times a day. How do mm. I stop? That is I'm so well, I'm so sorry you're going through that. That is so shitty. There is nothing worse than the compulsions that come with OCD that feel like you have to do them. It is it's it's something that seems to people that have never experienced it like something that you could just say, "Well, just stop stop doing it." Like if it's causing you that much stress, stop doing it. But that for people with with OCD is doesn't feel like a possibility. Um, I don't think anything I say right now is going to genuinely help you. I think other than the fact of you're so not alone, the amount of clients that I see these days with OCD is it's a lot um, and the amount of, of people that do suffer from OCD is is a lot. So you are certainly, certainly not alone. Sometimes it can feel like a really um, impossible disorder because it feels like there's no hope, but there is a lot of hope. Um, in terms of you know the fact that you you don't have the resources to see to see a therapist, I, I get that it's it's you know it's, it's expensive and it you know takes those those resources. I think it's really really important though. So if, you know, there are things that maybe you can, you know, cut out of, of your life to, you know, save the money to see a therapist, get on the mental health plan, I think is, is really important um, because it's something that kind of needs to be targeted direct. Um, I don't, you know, think that anything that I, I can say right now is really going to help you because it's, I think we would you know if you if we were to work together we'd need to go into what's going on for you and 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 you know work together um I, yeah that's probably all I can say for that one because it is such a it's such a complex one but there is so much hope there like I have OCD and I am basically I don't really experience symptoms of it so it's yeah it's there's so much hope there but I really think yeah professional help whether it's me whether it's a psychologist whatever um is really important yeah Mm. i'm not going to say that yeah sometimes it's important to get professional help because you just can't do it though yeah yeah no no um yeah i offer payment plans (laughs) does that help (laughs) yeah absolutely um great answer Leo. So we'll do one more, um, and it's about comparison. So someone asked, how do I stay in my own lane and not compare myself to others buying houses who have a better income, et cetera? Mm. We did an episode of this quite a while ago um, with comparison being the faith of joy, and I think one of the conclusions we came to was that 
you often compare to things like you compare other start start that again you compare yourself to others with the things that you feel like you lack so for example if I feel like I don't have a good enough income then I would be completely like Mm. silo thinking and silo looking at every single person's income and be like well that confirms my belief that I don't have a good enough Mm -hmm. income Yep. Whereas I feel like if I had a great income, then I wouldn't really give a shit what anyone else's income is. Mm-hmm. And same goes for things. For example, if I loved my car, then I wouldn't look mm-hmm. at everyone's car and be like, oh my gosh, like, oh yeah, such a good car. But if I hated my car, then I look at other, everyone else's car and be like, oh my gosh, like you have such a no. good car. I'm inferior, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And I think it's really important to know that because it's when you start to compare, it's a sign for you to actually look inwards and go, why do I feel like I lack here? Mm-hmm. Is it because I don't think that I am worthy of a good income? Is it because I feel like I'm inferior, not a successful without a good income? Mm-hmm. And then exploring that. That mm-hmm. would be my interpretation of, and the answer to that question. But also remember that you are on your own fucking path. You know, mm-hmm. why is that person's timeline better than your mm-hmm. timeline? And does mm-hmm. that thing actually matter to you? For mm-hmm. example, is buying a house even something that you want to do? And mm. if it's why are you comparing it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. And if, if you look at someone's life and you do think, oh, well, I, I do want that and I do want kids and I do want a house and, and you know, they, ha- they seemingly have everything that I, I want, the comparison thing can be, really hard because it's like right in your face and I think the best thing to do is yeah is to to take stock of your life because instead of you know focusing on all the things that you don't have I think it is so important to change the focus and focus on all the things that you do have because it's so easy to lose sight of them and I think having trust that everything, you know, is happening in, in its right time, maybe if you were to have those things right now, it wouldn't work out. And I think anything that is forced isn't good. So, you know, really trying to force yourself to to have all the things that that person has because you think it'll bring you happiness like you know that those things are never going to actually bring you happiness and I think it's yeah focusing on the things that you do have because like that is where the happiness comes from and when those things do happen if they do which I'm sure they will you know kids house all the things that you want if that is what you want um yeah they'll happen when when they're meant to happen for you and it'll be even better like it, it'll be way better than forcing it. Um, yeah. And, and also you just never, ever know what's going on in someone's life. Like that is something I've learned in this job is, you know, I've worked a lot with people that, you know, I see on Instagram and all people that I knew growing up and thinking, well, they just have, you know, they have everything. They must be so happy. And, you know, you, you get to know them on a deeper level and, and they have their own things going on. Everyone does. So, yeah, those things don't bring you happiness and they also don't make you a better or a worse person. Like having those things don't 
add anything to who you are and and they never will I just think oftentimes we search for things that we feel we can't grasp in our own life in in other people's and yeah, it's just it's never going to happen so yeah I think it's a really tricky one but it's really important to take stock of what's going on for you and embrace that and it'll be ever evolving mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep I agree yeah Boy. baby Yo, baby. Um, this is fun. Okay. This is fun. This is really fun. Yeah. Getting advice from me the whole time. It was quite nice, actually. I feel like I was getting advice from you the whole time. Your answers were so good. Girl, you're on stuff. Thanks to everyone for sending so many fucking amazing questions in. We literally got through like one third of them. Um, yeah, so we'll have to do a follow up episode um and yeah we'll we'll probably put out another um answer box at some point too because i think Um, the need is there just fyi book club is starting up again (sighs) after a short hiatus um we are doing the book the body keeps score and we are starting are we doing the 14th of august little we're doing the 14th of august yes so that's a monday that's a Monday. Um, mm-hmm. All the details are in the Best Bits podcast Instagram mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. post will be up. It's in our bio, the link to the tickets. So, yeah, the book club is such a good time. It's a small group and we just basically mm-hmm. chat every fortnight about the book. We have worksheets. It's a very nice, mm-hmm. small but very vulnerable, safe community that mm-hmm. we've done you know, a couple of times already and it's been of great success for everyone. So, um, yeah, so if fun. then, um, yeah, all the details are in our podcast Instagram. Yay. I can't wait. I've been wanting to read this book for so long and this is like so the perfect opportunity. So I'm super keen, but thank you all so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. If you could, uh, review and subscribe, it would mean the absolute world to us. We, Get so excited when we see a review it's like warms our little hearts um so yeah thank you so much for listening everyone talk to you soon bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.